Hello, you're listening to Living Alone Together. I am your only host, Yen. So I thought that the previous episode would be the very last episode because I finally moved out from the miserable, miserable town, and I'm no longer at this horrible, horrible job <laughs> that I was in. And I thought that I wouldn't need this podcast as a distraction. But it turns out that my body is still craving <laughs> this thing,、um, and before I know it, I just、um, I'm already recording it, and、um, so that's that. <laughs> and I guess I won't stop until the hundredth episode. I hope we we would have a hundred episodes because that's kind of the promise I made to myself when I started this. Um, two years ago or a year ago, I don't remember. Anyway, the point is, I'll keep doing this.、Um, and even if I don't want to, I feel like my my body will still just hit the button and, and record. So I don't know what's gonna happen. Anyway, the good thing is,、um, I've moved to this new city for a month now, and、um, I am feeling much happier. And it's not that. Things are new, and I'm excited. It's more that I finally am not doubting every single day of my life why I'm doing, why I'm living here, what I'm doing here. It's that's no longer in my mind anymore, and I can just carry on with my day naturally. And um, it's just like being a fish being thrown back to the sea after being kept in a、um, in a bowl or something, or Actually, it's more like a fish who、um, somehow survived despite not having barely any water for two years.、Um, so that's the thing. I was the fish <laughs> with with no water,、um, and now I'm just in the sea or something. Actually, the point is, I'm not exactly in the sea at this moment, and that's kind of what I want to talk about today. I am maybe in a lake or something, and I'm. I don't know. I feel like. I am aware of the existence of a sea, but I'm still in a lake and being fed by、um, tourists. Uh, okay, <laughs> the point is just that、uh, the point is just that life is always a struggle, and you are always thinking about not you, but I'm always thinking about if there's a nice place to be.、Um, In the previous case, in the miserable, miserable town,、um, it's not really fair to. To say that I'm the one initiating this this thought, it's just that this, that place was just so horrible. There's no way you wouldn't question yourself every day if you were living there. So,、um, and now it's a bit different. Where now、um, it's more like a choice to to think about another place to be.、Um, so, and.、Um, That's what I want to talk about today, which is just myself. <laughs> okay, no, really, what I want to talk about today is the、uh, perspective of time, and、um, and in particular the speed of life, and it has a lot to do with how I'm feeling currently.、Um, basically, I don't know who else is. Experiencing the same thing, but I feel that、um, time has been accelerated for a lot of us because you have the access to to internet, and、um, you have access to the internet, <laughs> and 
Um, I think it, in a way, it sort of gives you access to multiple people's lives very, very quickly. And in a way, if you are, if you concentrate enough, it's as if you could experience, let's say, eighty years of life,、um, which is the life of a person,、um, maybe four or five times a day. And not just that,、um, there are people who are still living, who are maybe thirty or forty years old, and you sort of know them. Maybe they are a writer, maybe they're a movie star, or maybe they're just some. Random friend, friend, and、um, in a way, as a third person, it's really, really easy to come up with a story of how they got here and where they're gonna go. So, and if you do do that, and you do that maybe multiple times a day, as you communicate with your friend or you、um, accidentally stumbled upon their social media or whatnot. It's not. It's never an active search. Of course not. It's just that occasionally,、uh, once or twice a day, you're gonna hear about the life of some other person, no matter who they are, no matter if they're someone you know or you don't. Somehow, some way,、um, somehow you're just gonna、um, come across the life of another person. And and for me, it's just the equivalent of watching two or three、uh, biographical films in a day. And yes, maybe the extra time of going through that person's profile or Wikipedia page, let's say, is only fifteen minutes. And maybe you do that for four persons, so it will be four people, so it will be an hour a day. But really, it feels like you've witnessed, let's say, forty years of life per person, and that's like a hundred and sixty years of life in a way. I mean, it sounds a little bit strange what I'm talking about, but. I it, I think it's not just when you're reading things on Wikipedia or on the internet or talking to a friend of friend or talking to a friend about a friend of friend. I think it's it's also the case when you're actually watching a movie or when you're actually reading a book. But it's much more accelerated than these because, yeah, in 15 minutes you could read、um, the biography or of any famous person. Pretty much, you could have gone through the whole thing very quickly. So the actual time you spend in doing so is、um, is very very little, and yet the information or the time span of、um, what has been covered in that in that article、um, could be very long. And so the the density of time that Has actually passed through your mind is actually quite high, and I don't know. I feel like if I were a psychologist, that would be something I want to do research on, which is the perspective of time、uh, when you're doing different activities, particularly when you are imagining the the lives of others. And so, when you're reading a novel, or when you're reading a、uh, sorry, watching a movie, or when you are Talking to other people and and and、um, hearing other people talk about other people's lives, or when you're reading some biographical sketches online, or you are looking at social media and you are painting a picture of their lives in your own mind, even when there's no other evidence, right? So I feel like there must be a different
um, time density in each case. And um, so, for example, if you're watching a movie, it's two hours long and it's biographical or it follows a character throughout a period of their time of your of their life then the density is probably not too long but if you're reading a novel and it could take three days or so maybe 15 hours in total then the density is even lower and i i feel like there must be some something different there must be it must be doing something to your psychology that you're unaware of um and of course i think that might be tied to why people say that social media are toxic. It's not just the um, competition aspect um, or the feeling of being inadequate. I think the density of time perceived um, may have a physical effect on on how your mind is being wired. Um, I don't know. Of course, I'm not a psychologist, so I don't know anything about this, but I feel like maybe it's actually too much. It's just physically too dense in terms of time units that um, your mind really can't handle that stuff. And of course, there's this extra um, connection part where there's extra parts where you're feeling inadequate but I'm talking about how that density might be too high for us to handle um so novels are fine because you unless it's really really good novel in which case you could finish it in two hours but I don't think you can finish a novel in 15 minutes and yet you could read about a person's whole life very quickly uh in 15 minutes right same with movies I don't think they are sort of they're never too fast um even if it's like a uh, documentary or something for an hour that's an hour and and you go through 80 uh 80 years of life with a person maybe um and often not even 80 maybe just the 20 years of the best time of um their life right so the densities of time being perceived is quite low whereas if you really um imaginative and you could sometimes it happens really quickly right when you're reading news online that's what i do and then you would maybe you um come across this this politician you've never heard of and then you google that politician and um for me it's just their wikipedia page and i'll go through the wikipedia and i you know i'll briefly see where they went to college and then where they grew up and I would go through a little bit of stuff in between and I would also read um just what kind of family they have and what religion they are and all this stuff like the highlights of their life right and they're probably still living so they're maybe 50 or 60 years old and that would be 60 years in 15 minutes right so the density of reading about someone's life is pretty high and i don't see that there's anything um comparable i really can't think of anything else that's comparably high density in terms of the time you witness uh divided by the time you use to witness that time being passed i don't know i feel i i think if i have any background in in psychology i would be doing research on this um so that's what i mean by the um perception perception of time excuse me and that's uh, why I think 
um it's not exactly good to do um social media um although of course the obvious reasons are still there but that might be an additional reason who knows anyway i'm not trying to be a scientist here but um what this has done to me personally is that it sort of um interferes with my understanding of my own life it sort of messes up how I am perceiving my own life as well. So so basically, as I said, you're operating on two um, timelines, right? There's your own life where it sort of follows the general, <laughs> general time flow where one second is one second. But at the same time, you know, your seconds, each second is being mapped to maybe tw- 20 years of someone's life or something. And so you get so messed up, um, and and yeah, and there's a, a very important difference between that and novel and um, novels and movies, which is that this is the what you're saying is real. These are the facts. These are the biographical facts that you're saying. So in a way, um, your brain cannot really separate it from from. Um, reality because it's all in the reality whereas with novels and movies even though yes you're still condensing a lot of information in the um, in your time frame but your brain could tell or you know that it is um, even though the time doesn't really exactly match your own perception of time or your actual time um, because it's fictional you could you could create a special space for the for the timeline uh, when you're reading a novel or watching a movie, but it's not really the case when it's um, when it's a biographical sketch, right? So I think your mind gets doubly confused. It's non-fictional and it doesn't correspond to your actual time. I don't know. That's just a theory, and at least no not just a theory so i'm talking about my perspective so obviously i know that yes it's i don't know 12 o'clock right now or two o'clock right now and it's daytime and i'm hungry and all that but i think um i think there's a real sense of being lost because i know my age i know when i'm gonna turn what age and all that but um it feels like I know everything already about what's going to happen. It's very predictable uh, because I've read so much about people who are of the similar of of similar ages and um, people who've gone to do this and that. And not just that, I read I've read about people who are much older than me and and um, maybe they've had a similar background as me and what they've gone to do. And um, so it's all very informative (laughs) all of the things you actually you read and hear about uh and heard about these are really informative in a way that they do give you a glimpse into what could happen to your future right and so then i just get paralyzed because of so much information um and um Especially when you're looking at these people's biographies or you're hearing these stories and you sort of, um, in a way, you could quickly reject these options, right? You could say, oh, no, this is probably what I don't want to do and this is not how I want to live my life. So the initial choice that led to that kind of life right now, that's probably not something I would do. 
And of course, in hindsight, that's probably a bit stupid because different people making the same choice, they would have different outcomes, right? But in your mind, you've already sort of witnessed the outcome of that thing, and you, I feel like once you you get acquainted to one outcome, it's really difficult to pull yourself out there and tell yourself, "Look, this is their life, and it's going to be completely different from yours, and you can still make the same choice, but end up differently, right?" Um, and if it's something you do want, let's say you you look at another person's life and you feel like, "Ah, this is what I want." Um, but then you go back to their history and you realize I don't even have the same thing as them. I don't go to, I don't do the same kind of education. I didn't have the same experience. How in the world could I be the same kind of person that they are right now? So it's all really false and judgmental and just upsetting. Um, in that you sort of. The more people you know, and the more people you read about, the more options you you just throw out of the window for yourself. And it's totally irrational, but I feel that um, it's just very difficult to unsee this information, to unread this information, and and this is just very difficult for me. Um, so that's kind of a problem right now, where. Um, it's all misconception and it's not rational. And I should really treat the lives of other people as fictions because they're not my life. And I think that should be the only criterion for fiction, which is that it doesn't, it it's not happening with you, or it it's not your life. Therefore, it's fiction, right? Because who knows when you when they're telling when they're telling their story, there might be a lot of made up information in it and you would never know they could lie right and um even when they are only telling the facts um the way they're structuring it the way they are painting their own self to you or the way it's written on wikipedia it's very selective and it could it sort of invokes a, a sort of art that um, you only see with biographical writers, and that's a kind of fiction in itself. So, I know that's very a bit controversial. We, I don't know, but in any in any case, there 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 are the writers who decided to present their life this way. They crafted the image, and so there is something slightly fictional about that, uh, and you can't deny that. <laughs> so. So what am I going to say? It's just I have to practice being a little bit more rational when I am reading or hearing about other people's lives and just understand that it's, after all, just a story of another person who's not me. And you also need to maybe process the information a little bit slower so as to not get overwhelmed by the density of time information in a given unit of time, right? Um, that being said, um, and that's the conundrum because there are certain things that for me, I do want to read about other people's experience online before I make a commitment. So for example, had I gone online a little bit more before I accepted the job that I found toxic, if I had sort of read more about more, more stories of people working there, I probably wouldn't have accepted the job, right? If it's a, if it's really toxic, then there must be a lot of reviews. But um, all I could remember was there was one or a few bad comments, but I sort of ignored them and 
because I thought, um, who knows, maybe these are exceptions, and and they were right in the end, right? But so that's the thing, right? It's sort of in conflict with with what I was saying, where you got to be cautious about how people are presenting their lives and how people are sharing their experience because um, their experience might be only theirs and there's nothing in common between you two but on the other hand I feel like sometimes I do feel um that I need a lot of information to um to make a real decision and so the information would come from other people sharing their life stories and so um you know it's really difficult to, to, to decide what to do and the funny thing is although you are sort of the center of your universe you never know how you are presenting your lives to your life to others in other words while you are trying to gather all that information from other people um no one is gathering information from you and so that is a an additional layer of imbalance right it's just that it's just like in for a popular novel right everyone knows how the lives um of let's say the harry potter characters are going and yet um the author doesn't know any of other people's lives right so there's a huge imbalance here where in a way, you are benefiting from reading the fiction you like. In a way, you're the one getting information from other people sharing their experience. But at the same time, if you're not putting yourself out there, um, it's a totally imbalanced situation. And you feel very, very diminished. And in extreme, it feels like you are just a vehicle for information and you are an empty shell where um yes you get all that information and you are sort of a select shop where where you just pick the products already made and you put in your shop but the shop itself has no it's just a vehicle for for all the stuff you've chosen you curated but um there's no innovation the the shop doesn't exactly have a supply chain you don't produce anything and um people most likely wouldn't remember the shop they would just remember the stuff they they bought from the shop and they would find the brand itself they wouldn't need to I, i don't know if this analogy is even apt but my 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 thing is just that it it feels very very paradoxical because as i said you only are one mind you only have your mind and you are the center of that mind right you are the one gathering and curating the information in your mind um but as you do that you sort of lose yourself and you as you, as you become more knowledgeable of um, other people's lives, or it could be just a general trend where as you become knowledge, more knowledgeable, you realize how small you are. And in a way, in a sense, you have two paths. Either, either you um, are going to be sharing a lot more so that you try to grow yourself and try to become part of the whole narrative um, and try to contribute to the field, right? Or you sort of just reach enlightenment where you realize that this is exactly how it should be. Where the more you grow older, the more you learn about the rest of the world, the, learn, the more you learn from the rest of the world, 
um, naturally your presence will be diminished because um, eventually um, it's no longer just an issue of time. It's also an issue of space where initially it was just the feeling that I am sort of overwhelmed. Uh, My one second is um, suddenly mapped to let's say two years of someone's lives and and uh the better the more you move up or the sorry the more you read um the more dense the denser the information will be i think right so that's just a time issue but i think over over time as you actually absorb more information you realize that in your head let's say if there's a fixed amount of space in your head um you know, when you are five years old, all that's in your head is probably just yourself and maybe your closest family. But then uh, eventually, yes, you're going to expand your social circle and then eventually you're going to read more other news. Eventually, uh, you're going to have more social responsibility and that's going to expand who's inside your headspace. And um and the more you do that, and you will naturally do that, even if you're a socially isolated person. But as you, as you grow older, it's inevitable that I think you're gonna just meet, accumulate more people in your life, right? You're gonna meet more people, and the people who you've seen before, you cannot unsee them. So, so, so yeah, things are just gonna add up. People are just gonna add up in your life, and eventually not just time but your space will feel pretty much dense as well where your brain is not getting any bigger you don't really have i feel like maybe you only have a fixed memory capacity but in any case you're gonna have to hold more stuff in your mind or even if you don't want to your mind is collecting more data every second as you live and so then um you're gonna reach a point where it's a it's a there's a scarce scarcity in both um time and space um um as you as you age right where there's gonna be maybe just eventually just one percent of information that's yourself um and 99 percent of um the stuff in your mind are actually others right everything else in the world and so maybe i don't know i feel like that's the trend and at the same time um very slowly but surely your age is actually catching up and so um i don't know uh, you are still slightly growing inside your own mind but it's just not gonna keep up with the pace that you're absorbing information so that's how i feel about time and and space i guess but that's that's what i feel so even though i am um let's say 30 i am you know i can quickly learn about people's lives when they're 75 or when they are only five or 13 or whatever and so there's like a whole range of ages in my mind and so in a way yes i still know my actual age it's just that it becomes less and less relevant because um there's just so much more interesting lives out there and they are not my age and i feel like my mind will give priority to these lives than than myself in a way so it's just a, a simple analogy it's just that if you're reading a, a, a great novel um your mind just going to be occupied by the plot and you are going to disappear in that 
in that process, you're not gonna think too much about your own life in that instance, right? So it's the same thing. And so, anyway, so why I'm talking about this is just that. Um, yeah, that's what I've been doing a lot because I have a lot more free time now, and I'm not really absorbed in my own things. I'm just uh, looking at other people's experiences. I'm just shopping around online. I mean, literally and also metaphorically, where I'm shopping for information. And um, occasionally, you gotta stop and eat. You gotta stop and make your lunch, and you're gonna realize that oh wait, I'm still here. I'm still in this day it's the day is not over yet i've only spent four hours today let's say uh why does it feel like um i've lived through so many lives already right so that's the thing um i've been experiencing and i want to share that with you um i don't know if it's a problem i don't know if it's something to be solved but i think it's something to be aware of and i think it's good to to realize that um, there are just so many timelines um, that you don't, n- nobody follows the same kind of rule, or there probably isn't any any rule, but um, most likely um, you are going to move on eventually, right? It's just amazing, like you're going to grow as well, and eventually you're going to progress. Um, you're going to make progress, and you will become one day you become other people's stories and you're going to be um, that person who accelerates a per- per- another person's life. And so, um, and you're not going to be aware of that. So it's all very, it's all very eerie, I think, but it's interesting and it's, um, yeah, it's good to to just stop occasionally and just see how your life is... Um, not progressing because you are reading everyone else's progresses. So, so that's the thing. And um, I don't know what to make of this. Maybe it's all false. Maybe it's just escapism in in um, in the end. But that's how I'm feeling. And where I I'm both aware of what I gotta do, but also I get lost often just reading about other things online and. Um, and I think sometimes, maybe if there's any conclusion, it would be this, which is that sometimes you sh- you're just going to have to let your body do the work. Where, for example, I said I thought I probably wouldn't record any more episodes, and yet my body just started uh, recording and talking and... and and it's like it's moving faster than what I'm thinking and sometimes your thoughts are just absolutely nonsense and eventually you're going to do things before you start thinking and that might be a good sign that's the existentialist um, way of living where yes I do spend a lot of time thinking and going through the information but what my body is doing sometimes I I mean most of the time I'm not even aware of why my body is doing the things that, that, that it's currently doing why is it standing up and getting the water why is it turning on the microphone and recording i didn't really plan this it wasn't my intention so um when i say i'm excited where life is going to take me i think i really mean i'm excited where my body is going to take me and that's not really ideal maybe not but it's very convenient to to say the least where it means that it means something very very simple which is that you could do all that research you want, but eventually 
um, they are going to be useless. It's really what your feet are doing, what your hands are doing that really matter. It's what they're doing that are going to actually physically take you to places. And yes, you can do all that reading and feel more comfortable about the situation or feel less comfortable for that matter. But um, I think ultimately, I think your body is going to do the work and how it gets the idea, how it decided to do the work, who knows? There, but you know, sometimes I feel like it might be good to not be so intentional with everything, um, and you know, just get loose for a little bit. And um, they're just all kinds of forces, not just your body, but adjacent forces. I don't know what that means, but there are just so many things that are beyond your mind that are not controlling you, but they are that are providing momentum to to your body. And um, that's a good thing. At least a good thing for me, because it would be very, very tiring if I had to um, have the intention of doing every single thing I eventually end up doing, right? Um, and it's good that a lot of things are just automatic. And it's good also that that happens not just for um, really physiological things, but um, for bigger things as well. And and um, you're not going to be stagnant if you're alive. I think that's the very force of life. You're going to be doing something. And when, once you do something, um, you will move. And once you move, you're going to go somewhere else. So I don't even know what's with this talk today. <laughs> it's just... I guess it's a way of comforting myself, but um, I believe in the conclusion I just made, and I think uh, maybe it'll be helpful to to people who are a bit anxious or very anxious about what you can do, just like me. And I want to say that um, don't be. I think I think um, if you're a conscious being and you are not, you've not been, let's say, stupid in the past. Um, the work you've done in the past will take you somewhere. Eventually, they're gonna, they have imprinted something in your body, in the memory of your body, and I think you're gonna make use of them sooner or later, and it's not gonna be a big problem. Um, as long as you're not lying in the bed the whole day, you'll be fine. So that's what I want to say. <laughs> I don't know why I end up with this conclusion. I, I, I literally, I really didn't plan this, but. I think it's a good place to be. Uh, It's a good place to end as well. So I will talk to you very, very soon. And uh, and, uh, yeah, have a nice, I don't know, nice week. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye.